I do not like the fact that he's a twin. I don't oh. think that we should have an identical twin president. I think that should not be allowed. Yeah, I could cause him shit on April Fool's Day. Yeah, like that's some <laughs> that's some sister sister stuff. <laughs> it is. There's so much room for shenanigans. Do you and Tamara Maori, where are you at? The episode, I mean, the, the, the title of this episode is going to be Tia and Tamara Maori, where are you at? Yes. W Y A. Da na 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 na. Okay, we're back from a brief hiatus. Yes. This is episode two of the Better Half Project. A hiatus yeah. of four months? February, March, April, May, June. Yeah. Five months. We decided instead of bi-weekly, we're going to move to a bi-annual yes. podcast. Or no, no, just like every five months. Yeah, every five months. <laughs> every five months. Not every six months, every and, five um, months. Brandon, who are we here with today? We have a special guest. We are here with Nicole Ann. Hello. Get to meet all of you, I suppose. Nicole Ann, the inaugural. There's about a dozen. Yes. A dozen of you. A dozen listeners. Hello, all 12 of you. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a baker's dozen. We might add another this, this, this episode. Yes. The inaugural guest on the Better Half Project. We're coming to you live from um, a greasy spoon. <laughs> Is that the name of the signer? No. No. It could be. It could be. Could be. So, a lot of times, um, a, a big thing in campaign politics is going out, meeting with the locals in a diner in Iowa or New Hampshire. Yeah. We're here in Queens, I think. It could be Brooklyn, but I'm pretty sure we're in Queens. And we're eating at a diner, and we're here to discuss what, Brandon? Um... The first spouses. Mm. Yeah. How familiar are you with the, the platform of this podcast? The podcast. Nicole the pod. Ann. The pod. Nicole Ann, a new friend no. of the pod. <laughs> new friend of the pod. Um, I'm honored, first of all. Second of all, not particularly familiar, but you know. I'm acclimating. No, you want to, you're learning. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning. I'm We're learning, learning too. Yes. Um, last last episode. So pretty much, in summary, is it's a draft pick in the style of 538. Okay. Um, in 538, they'll pick you know their top pick for president. Yes. For vice president. Right. Here we do first spouse. I'm so into that. Mm-hmm. And um, Jane Sanders till I die, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, do you mean Crooked Jane? Crooked Jane. <laughs> That's our nickname. Wow. Crooked Jane. Jane Sanders. Wow. And she's a bottom of the barrel pick. If I do say yeah, so true. myself. If I do say so myself. She is nothing but baggage for Bernie. Oh my god. Uh, you know how long ago. Go- at university. Honestly, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Problematic fave, though. Jane problematic Sanders fave. is a problematic fave. <laughs> okay. Uh, know, we're going to get into more of this, but we wanted to say um, that we finally learned, we're not sports guys, what a snake. <laughs> draft is um, so we're going to do that correctly we also already hit record that's why you're hearing this apparently we're at MoMA PS1 that's what the geotag on my voice recorder says weird I thought we were at the Rusty Spoon Diner in Queens Greasy Spoon <laughs> Greasy Spoon um, but the way we're going to do this is we're going to record our first round picks and then go through as many as we can remember I think we let we let the guest of the pod Nicole Ann yeah. no, no, no. go first no yeah. yeah we'll let you go first well you go first and then we'll do Brandon Kieran, I'll get the double pick because I'm talking. Yeah. So um, Nicole, and you just get to pick who you think would make the best first spouse. So I'm all into Jane Sanders. Con- controversial, controversial over here. So you're gonna go with your problematic fave I'm as your first pick. Jane Sanders. Okay. 
Bold choice. The university scandal, honestly, Jane has fucking fuck all political power in office. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> so what do you all give a shit I about? All I care about are her husband's woke ass politics. No, this is this is the better half project. Better half project. It's cool. about the spouse. Honestly, Jane is a strong woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's been through it. Like I. I honestly could not care if she had scandals. Let me feel like her more. Yeah, dude, okay. Her laundry is aired. Her laundry She's is been aired. through this before. And, like, right. it's not like there's going to be stuff that comes out about her, right? Like, the worst has already been revealed, I feel like. Crooked Jane Sanders, first round. That's one hell of a pick. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, I'm curious. Last, last, um, five months ago, you picked Dr. Jill Biden as a safe pick. As someone who fits the role of first lady yeah. and would do it well, you thought. Do you stand by that pick? Who's your first rounder this time? No, my first rounder this time is Doug Emhoff. Who's De- Doug Emhoff for our uneducated listeners? <laughs> um, un- for our uneducated listeners, Doug Emhoff is Kamala Harris's husband. <laughs> and, you know, the reason I chose Doug Emhoff is because you want to know what Doug Emhoff's bio says on Twitter? His, his bio says, Dad? Comma, at Kamala Harris, hubby slash stan, lawyer, wannabe golfer, hashtag khive, hashtag Doug Hive. And if you click hashtag Doug Hive on Twitter, there is a whole subculture and community on Twitter hashtagging hashtag Doug Hive, and it's people who stan Doug M. Hoff. Wow! Because he is the, the dorkiest, most endearing um, first spouse. <laughs> and how did he fare in um, the last edition of this podcast? Do you remember? It's been a minute. He was my second pick. He was your second pick? And at the pick? time you said a bad pick. I think I stand by this. No, Doug Hoff is a great pick. Pick. He he is a great pick. Does he outshine her? Do you think? No, no. That is a good. That's a good quality yeah, to have no, as a first spouse is to not outshine. Yeah. yeah, no. Even the dullest of rocks could outshine Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> so when the bar is literally nothing. I'm so here. You want to talk more about that? Yeah, tell us more. Fuck Kamala Harris. <laughs> I'm not here for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I'm with you. I mean, that. as like a, a California resident, I'll be honest, like, I don't support She was a horrible person. Wait, are you from California? Yeah, I'm from California. Where are you from? San Diego. Oh, okay, I'm from San Jose. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely not getting edited out. This is staying in the pod. Yeah, this is the unedited episode. Yeah. It's, it's for raw. our patrons. <laughs> yeah, hashtag raw. <laughs> All of you are our patrons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> behind the paywall. Yeah, totally behind the paywall. Well, we actually came from an interesting event tonight that inspired us to get rid of the paywall. What was that event that we were at tonight, guys? Anyone want to explain? Um, Nicole Ann, this is all you, I think. <laughs> Nicole Ann did bring us here. It was the Commune magazine launch party at Verso Books. <laughs> it was a commie party. It was a commie say. party, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, it was incredibly underwhelming. If you were there and you're listening right now, I'm sorry, but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> they put on a 40,000-minute long play, sketch it show? truly a visual. Production? I what are we call calling propaganda. <laughs> it wasn't even like agit prop, because there was nothing agitating about it. It was just... Confusing. 
It was just like a, a freshman philosophy paper come to life. Yes. An animated freshman philosophy paper. It was like an end of the like year someone, project when your when your professor was like, you can do whatever kind you can of like creative a creative. Medium. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Like you stayed up all night and put together some shit, yeah. and then you performed yeah. in front of the glass. Like, yeah, you guys could try maybe like iMovie or something <laughs> like that. Like really think outside the maybe box. Maybe a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. A radio <laughs> drama. <laughs> it was a mess. But it was interesting, and because of that. We don't do advertisements on this show. We don't believe in capital. Uh, no. Yeah. And Given it this is for our patrons, but we're not even going to put it on Patreon. We're putting it on Podbean. Podbean is all we know how to do. And that's <laughs> if I remember my logins. Yep. <laughs> if not, you will never hear this. <laughs> um, that means... Who is your pick, Kieran? Yeah. Thanks you, thank you so much for throwing it back to me. You're welcome, Kieran. I'm going to go my first pick is the one and only Shirlene McCray. Oh my god. A late entry into the race. Yes, very late. But I think, you know, I'm not out on it. No. I'm not out on him, and I am absolutely in on her. Well, you know what, yeah. You're in on her? I'm in on Shirley. Interesting. Bill de Blasio has not had a good few weeks here in New York City. He hasn't had a good few years. He missed... Yeah. But to talk about this past week, there was the um, blackout in Midtown. He was absent. He was campaigning in Iowa. Uh, thank you, Cuomo. Hashtag, thank you, Cuomo, for having more of a presence than our own fucking mayor, Bill de Blasio. Kind of depressing. There was also the really terrible... But where um, was Shirley? I don't know. Honest where question. was Shirley? I don't know. At New York Sports Park. <laughs> <laughs> Is in, that... In Park Slope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's a good pick because she adds a lot to the narrative. Bill okay. Blasio's whole narrative is about being part of this biracial family, and she is the icon and the bedrock of that biracial family. I think she famously wrote an essay about being a black lesbian. I think that's an interesting thing for us to unpack on the trail. Like, why is she married to Bill de Blasio, a tall man? True. Um, after publishing that essay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm a fan. I think maybe she's a poet, mm. so she probably is a big supporter of the arts, I would assume. But, no, she is, yeah. Yeah, I think I think she's great, and I do love what they're doing going after the public schools and testing in New York. I think it's very admirable, and it's um, a fight I support, and I would like to see her pick the hard fights. Um, and also, I just want to see more of that first family, which includes my favorite, Chiara de Blasio, Santa Fe oh University, class of 2017, nice. a personal 16, friend. Right? 16, 2016, yeah. Um, a personal friend. <laughs> Disclaimer: Kiara de Blasio is in no way affiliated <laughs> with this podcast, nor a personal friend of the host. <laughs> my, the episode my, title is going to be Kiara de Blasio is not our friend. <laughs> my second, my second um, pick, because this is a snake round draft and it goes that way, is a new addition, as 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 was Shirlene McCray, McCray yeah. from um, from our last episode. Um, our last episode, I think it may have been edited out, but one of our most popular picks of the night was Cory Booker's right hand. That was your most pop- <laughs> that was your most popular pick of and the night. Oh my god! Cory Booker's right hand has a face now. Oh also, apparently god. he has a brother named Carrie, which is amazing. And Karen, C-A-R-Y. Karen's 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 but his, one of Karen's his, picks. Y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> 
It wasn't my top five picks. <laughs> yeah. But it's moved it up to number two. It was definitely chosen before John Bessler. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck John Bessler. <laughs> Who's he again? Amy Klobuchar's husband. Oh. <laughs> that was such a bottom. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, but seriously, uh, what's her name? His actress girlfriend? Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, I think, would be an unbelievably good pick for first spouse. Um, I think it's going to be great after four years of nothing but Trump headlines to get a young couple in the White House, a White House wedding, even if it's a bearded affair. We're all here for it. And um, she does come with her baggage. Including what is her baggage? Voting for Jill Stein. Oh, oh my god. What? Yeah. It's In bad. 2016? It makes Crooked Jane look straight and narrow. Wow. Um, it's it's real bad, but... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, that makes me like her more. <laughs> right? Isn't there something... There's a there there. I'm into it. <laughs> there's a there there. There's a there there. I also think, like, it, it gives him... Real cred in um, like the Hispanic community, kind of. Yeah. It does. You know, it's it's a, a first lady that we haven't seen before, yeah. um, and she's awesome. Like she's, she's badass. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. she'd be a great I, first, I first 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 spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going back to you, Brandon. Are you going with Bessler? No, no. Um, I'm on Marianne Williamson's um, Wikipedia page. Oh my god. Under personal life, it says. Williamson was briefly married. In 1990, she gave birth to a daughter, India Emma. Um, so I'm going to choose Marianne Williamson's crystals <laughs> as my pick. Her large phallic crystals? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Some might call them magic wands. Yeah. I'm going to choose Marianne Williamson's magic wands. That is a good pick. <laughs> um, and hopefully with you those... Okay? Um, yeah, we're, yes, we're doing thank great, you. thank you. Um, and hopefully with, with those crystals, um, I can help her harness the power of love um, in her fight she, against Donald Trump. Would she be able to harness the power of love if she was in a committed relationship? You don't... Oh. I think this gives her more options to love and to use that power mm-hmm. to get rid of all plans. Interesting. Yes, no plans. <laughs> no plan no presidency. No plan. Well, no, that, so that's, that's rooted in... She said she, she was sick of people with plans, but... Like, a couple days after the debates, um, Kamala Harris went on The Breakfast Club and said... talk about private insurance? Well, (laughs) to say, she said, you know, I'm not, like, churning out plans like a factory. I'm, like, putting a lot of thought into my plans. I'm not, like, churning them out like a factory. So we're like, hashtag no plans, Marianne. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just have the best part about that debate was when Kamala Harris pulled that fucking ridiculous line out, which is, like... That little girl was America me. America oh. is that shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, honestly, America? she had me for a minute. There, I was like, who was that little girl? Yeah. <laughs> did you guys, oh did shit, you guys, who was her? Who, who saw that coming? Okay, problematic other fave. But did you read what Maureen Dowd call him? She's oh, Brandon loves. I Maureen love Dowd. Maureen, okay. but she is kind of problematic. She's the but I love worst, her. But her column after the debate, which is like. Six months ago, a reporter reached out to Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sent that to Kieran. Yes, no, no, that no, 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 no,
Oh my god. Okay, let me read this. Like the devil. Let me read this lead. In January, a reporter contacted the, the Biden campaign to request an interview. She wanted to ask the former vice president about lingering criticisms that were bound to come up, come up on the trail. How, as a senator, he failed to need a hill. His lead role in the 1994 crime bill. His vote for the Iraq war. His mixed record on abortion rights. His handsy ways. The hot mess that is Hunter. And that little girl was me. <laughs> I love that lead. She actually, fun fact about her, she's very Catholic. She is, yeah. She went to Catholic University of America. Mm -hmm. Oh, red flag. I know, well. You mean, um. She's pretty cruel. Like, she's been very bad for a lot of people. Even, like, I fucking hate Hillary Clinton with a vengeance, and, like, she was horrible. Yeah, my dad is so mean to Hillary Clinton. (laughs) You know what Kiara de Blasio used to always call Hillary Clinton? (laughs) Killery. Oh my god. And we're like, didn't your dad nice. run her campaign yeah. or something? <laughs> like, didn't he run her Senate campaign? <laughs> oh my god. Hillary Clinton. Hillary, yeah, wow. Um, nah, not a fan. Yeah. Is it back to. It's back to me. It's back to you. Um, and this you is a double what? pick for you. As a strong woman, my first take, my second take for first spouse would be Bruce Mann. Husbands of Elizabeth Warren, Mm -hmm. who might be the most electable candidate in 2020 race so far. Big fan of him. I've heard people like to crack open cold ones with Bruce Mann. Crack open a cold one? Did they really? Yeah, did you see that Instagram story? I did not know about this. No, when she announced? No, it's On Instagram stories, she cracks open a cold one with Bruce Mann. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, apparently, Bruce is the primary caretaker for their very cute dog. Oh, Bailey. Bailey. Bailey Warren. Yeah. Okay. But the cool thing about him is that he's also a, a leading preeminent historian at um, Yale as well. Yale, What's Harvard. his field? No, he's also at Harvard. He's Harvard a law, law professor, yeah, yeah. He's just like a legal historian and um but he's like so confident in his own intellectual capabilities that he doesn't need to overshadow his wife. Yeah. Admittedly amazing. Thank you. We are, thank you. That was our check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our check just got here. At our New Hampshire diner. <laughs> I thought we were in Iowa. Here we are. Iowa. <laughs> okay, I I, I, I I think I could stand we, Bruce Mann. We stand Bruce Mann. I think he is kind of like what Brandon argued last um, episode yeah. about Dr. Jill Biden. Under, is that an he's understated elegance. An understated elegance that could define the role of the first spouse for the 21st century to include men. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And your, your second pick? My second pick would be Assad, the husband of Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, <laughs> oh do, you know what his, do you know what his occupation is? No, we no, do. his name. No, she said Assad. Like a Syrian. Oh, no, but do you know what her actual her, husband does? Abra- no. Abraham, Abraham Williams. He's, he's, he's a, a wedding photographer. Oh my <laughs> photographer. Could you imagine something more atrocious? That's amazing. <laughs> That's, our coworkers would say, he does nothing all day. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. They would. Like a freelance wedding photographer? <laughs> That's not even a thing. <laughs> so Nicole Ann's picks are Bruce Mann and Assad. Assad and um, Tulsi Gabbard's side hoe, which is Narendra Modi. <laughs> so Tulsi uh, 2020. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, obviously she's gonna lose. She's obviously gonna lose. But like, no chance. Why was she included in the Vogue shoot? That's a great question. And Marianne Williamson wasn't. Marianne Williamson was pissed when that happened. <laughs> Here's my question. Why the fuck isn't Mike Gravel in the next debate round? 
Hashtag yeah. dropout delay. It's pretty funny if you look at his Twitter. Hashtag Gravel Gang. No, his. <laughs> you can buy you can buy rolling papers from with his name on them. That's fucking awesome. But also, his Twitter name right now is Mike Gravel. Hashtag dropout delay. <laughs> his entire strategy is running on John Delaney's rolling out. <laughs> so that he can get it. It's amazing. Can we look up what Mrs. Delaney's deal is? No, we ex- we ex- no, Oh, that's right. No, we did do that last, last time. Episode, we, excluded- we only excluded John Delaney. Oh my yeah, god. All the time. That's where we excluded John Delaney. What about John Hickenlooper? Have you included him? Um, um, he's actually high. So he declared last time. I don't think I think this happened in between episodes. We did a ranking. We we did like a poll survey. We mm-hmm. included a few other non-podcasters. Yeah. To see, there was an article that went out that had all of their high school headshots, mm-hmm. and we ranked them on a list of most to least fuckable based yeah. on their high school wow. headshots. And Hickenlooper was a debatable fellow. Could he? It's fuckable, yeah. High on mine, low on everyone else's. Nice. <laughs> but the best part about this list is, no matter who you were, you ranked Pete Buttigieg yeah. absolute <laughs> last. <laughs> Fuck you, Chastin. <laughs> no, actually, Chastin's a high pick for me. Is he really? He loves Chastin. Oh. Is it my pick? He will be my pick, but really? come on. Okay, well, um, we'll save him for you then. <laughs> Roast him when you go into your turn. <laughs> um, ooh, no, I'm not choosing Tom Steyer's wife. His wife? Named Cat Taylor. Oh. This is the part of the show where we just start looking at people because yeah. we don't actually know any of them. <laughs> we don't think any, know any of their stuff. Andrew Yang, what was the radio show where Andrew Yang, <laughs> did you listen to This American Life, Behind the Scenes 2020? What? It follows Andrew Yang in his desperate attempt to hand someone a thousand dollars. Oh my god. It's so sad. <laughs> I need to listen to the, um, the Chapo interview with Andrew Yang. Oh, really? Um, I heard it's good. Also, like, fuck Andrew Yang, though. Like, why are people into him? His whole thing is, like, getting people money so he can cut social services. Not to do it. The only way that would ever work viably is if we instituted price ceilings, which we would never do. No. So, bye, Andrew. Um, I'm gonna go with Evelyn Yang, married to Andrew. Five fast facts you need to know about Evelyn Yang. Last updated June 11, 2019. Oh, nice. Um, she's 37. That's a great um, age. Is it? For a first spouse? Yeah. Oh, I just, just thought you were saying in general. I was like, oh, do you have experience being 37? <laughs> Is this like an orphan situation? Have you ever seen that movie Orphan? Ever heard of it? It's a Benjamin no. Button sitch. I loved 37. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved it. yeah you, this is a Almost as much as Tim loved the last scene in the paper. So Evelyn and Andrew was met, a great scene. met um, at school. They met at Columbia University. Oh, no way. So Andrew's a Columbia alum. Um, she studied it abroad in Shanghai cool. and met her husband's future COO in the process. Weird flex, but okay. No, it sounds kind of messy. Like, was she dating him? No, it's a she. Well, 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 no. Don't be so. No, no, no. Great. I met the founder. No, it doesn't look like anything. Um, and then they married in 2011 in a destination Where ceremony. Where was the destination? Um, I don't know. It doesn't specify. That's just a terrible article. Oh. In the in the shocking. in the <laughs> shocking, the intern who put this together didn't do their research on Evelyn Yang. Whoa! 
I love that they knew it was a destination wedding, but I had no idea what the destination was. Wouldn't you, would you, you know the destination first and then call it a destination? Yes. But that metric, every destination. <laughs> every wedding is a destination. Wedding is a destination wedding. Where did it happen? A destination. <laughs> Interesting. So apparently, it says. Uh, but the couple appears to have had a destination wedding. <laughs> Pictures of their wedding are on a Facebook page called CD Weddings. The bio page explains that the company specializes in, quote, destination weddings in the Caribbean and East Coast. <laughs> wait, so it could have been a fucking New York wedding? An East Coast wedding wait, is now considered a destination wait, wait, wait. wedding. Who was the photographer? Was it Abraham Williams? Was it Assad? <laughs> You know Assad does that on the side. <laughs> okay. Um, she previously worked as a marketing executive for L'Oreal. Oh, shampoo. Everyone uses that, I hope. Um, <laughs> With $1,000 a month, I could buy so much L'Oreal products. Don't into our Patreon so that I can afford shampoo. <laughs> wait, wait. A thousand, if we all get $1,000 a month, how much is a bottle of shampoo going to cost? Like $62 or something? I think it's like $980. $189. Plus tax comes to $1,000. That's my whole check that month. <laughs> and finally, Andrew Yang has talked about his wife in connection to his rationale for implementing a universal basic income of $1,000 per month. In an interview on the podcast, Love It or Leave It, Yang said that his wife Evelyn stays home to care for their two um, young sons. And he explains... Quote, her work her work counts as zero in GDP, which is clearly not an appropriate reflection of the value. GDP right now is leading us off a cliff. Oh my god, this guy is such a nerd and like not even the good kind. Where we're cheerleading this measurement that we made up almost a hundred years ago. We have to update our measurements to things that would actually reflect how we're doing. So yeah, pretty much know. he's saying we need to harness the power of love. I think, no, that's Andrew easy. Yang and Beto O'Rourke were in the same frat at Columbia. What? <laughs> were they there at the same time? No, probably not. Oh. I mean, you just get the vibes, you know what I mean? They would like fucking debate this shit over beer pong. Mm. <laughs> Sit on the roof of the beta house, some wagon wheels <laughs> playing in the background. Yes. <laughs> Wagon Wheel, it, it was like 1996, but Wagon Wheel was definitely playing in the background. <laughs> it was the old one, old The old Wagon show. Wheel, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I get it. <laughs> um, what is your pick, Karen? I declared that I would go with this one earlier. Oh, I have a double pick, so I'll do it. Okay. I'm going to start with Chastin. I really dislike Pete Buttigieg. Me too. Um, increasingly so, it seems for you. Increasingly in the, in the past, so. The pa- over the past five months. Yeah, over the past five months, I've really soured on this guy. Why? Um, he's awful. Yeah. He seems truly horrible. But, that being said, Chastin still remains a, a solid pick for first spouse. I think he... He takes everything that was good about the role from the 20th century, mm-hmm. and even the 19th century, yeah. and he redefines it for the 21st century by being a man, but by keeping the theatrics and the drama and the the fun in it, and throwing fun dinner parties. He has a background in musical theater, I think that really helps him in this role. Cool. that's awesome. Yeah, he's great. And my, uh, my other pick is going to be Castro's wife. Um, Erica Lira. Yeah, I pitched a Castro Castro ticket to Brandon um, the other day. And because I have this thing with Castro, no, I have this thing with Castro, which I do not like the fact that he's a twin. 
I don't oh. think that we should have an identical twin president. I think that should not be allowed. Yeah, I could call some shit on April Fool's Day. Yeah, like that's some <laughs> that's some sister sister stuff. <laughs> it is. There's so much room for shenanigans. Do you Tamara Mowry, where are you at? The, episode, I mean, the, the, the title of this episode is going to be Tia and Tamara Mowry, where are you at? Yes. W-Y-A. W-Y-A. What was the show on the Disney Channel? Sister, Sister. No, 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 no. The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh. How oh, much wow. shenanigans happens when you have a Shit. twin? So I'm not for it. But that being said, I think his wife and his young family, it's like the face of modern America. I'm into it. I think she's a good pick for um for, for spouse. Okay. Is this the last round, everyone? Um yes, I think sure. we'll, we'll go back on. Um so I'm choosing um John Bessler because <laughs> the last time we recorded this podcast, it was not public knowledge that presidential candidate Amy Klobuchar, senator from Minnesota, yeah. um requested a fork from her aide. Oh my god. Oh, the, you're talking about the salad incident. The salad incident. She is a fucking psychopath. And then screamed when they couldn't charge her iPad or what was it? And then ate her salad with a comb from she her did suitcase. On, a plane. on an hour long flight. She couldn't and wait. She was ber- And berated her staffer and has also been known to throw binders at staffers. Binders full of women at women. Um, so I'm choosing John Bessler because the guy he's like he's put up with a lot. He's put up with a yeah. lot. He can put up with the we stress need, of the job. Yeah. We need we need a beta first man. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Big beta energy. Yeah, and that's John Bessler in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna do it. All right, my my pick. Um, hate the candidate. Have we seen? a bigger draining of public goodwill than that of Beto O'Rourke in the past year. Oh my god. It's actually kind of wild that just a year ago everyone was fucking obsessed with him and now people really hate him, including me. But, my pick for first Did you used to like him? Well yeah, when it was really Ted Cruz I was like, hope this Democrat wins, right? And then he decided to like get cocky and run for president and everyone's like, nah. <laughs> you cannot do that. <laughs> if you look at the photo that Annie Leibovitz took of him for that Vogue thing, <laughs> everyone is the dog in that photo. It's so sad. It's not into it. Not into it. And Beto is born to run. He's just like born, was born to, to be, be in it, man. man. <laughs> but my pick for first woman is Amy O'Rourke. First spouse. First spouse. She has some baggage, I've heard. Why? Why am I choosing Amy O'Rourke? Entirely because her maiden last name is Sanders. Is <laughs> Bernie it? Sanders 2020. No. Is it, it is really? Amy Sanders is her maiden name. Wait, so we have a Bernie Sanders and Amy Sanders yes. and a a Jane Sanders. And a Jane Sanders and a Sarah Sanders. A Sarah Sanders. But she's not irrelevant anymore. No, until she runs until for she governor runs, of Arkansas. She runs for governor of Arkansas. And we'll probably win because it's Arkansas. Have you guys seen the video of the new press secretary like slamming people, body serious? slamming people in North she's Korea? Hot. She's Stephanie she's Grisham. Beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's like, Sorry, she was like, she was like body slamming people in North Korea because oh the, the press was like going crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, off topic though. Didn't know that. Back to That's Amy Amy, Amy, Amy Sanders is what I'd like to call her. <laughs> if Amy we can't, Sanders. If we can't have Jane and we can't have Bernie, I would like to have Amy. <laughs> she strikes me as nervous. In the White House. She does. As nervous. Frail. Yeah. You know? Frail, like uh, in a Victorian kind of way. 
sort of like white bitch wine mom energy, and I'm into it. Okay. <laughs> like she has a book club, but you know they're not reading. Like honestly, <laughs> like, honestly, just Rose Rose energy. <laughs> yes. No, she is like huge, like Laura Laura Bush energy, or yeah. oh no, like yeah, young Ma- Laura Bush. Like, like Laura, Laura Bush, Bush, like a year or two after she killed that guy. Laura Bush, but illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Laura wasn't Laura Bush's whole thing, thing literacy. Reading. Yeah, yeah, reading. <laughs> um, Another good episode title. I'm just throwing them out here for you know when we, we, we were editing Bush, later. But Laura Bush, Bush but illiterate. <laughs> Is that the title? There's I think actually that's it. a great article um, that I was reading about how every, all the candidates are obsessed with Ulysses. Um, oh, was that in the New Yorker? Bullshit. I forget what it was in, but it was like... <laughs> was it a um, critique? No, it was just like, like Joe Biden always quotes it offhand, oh. and, and Buttigieg is always like quoting it, or talking about the how much he loves it. The only candidate who really has probably read Ulysses is Pete Buttigieg. Sorry, but it's true. Yeah. Well, Do you think fucking Joe Biden has read Ulysses? And then it was saying Beto O'Rourke's no. son is named Ulysses, and his daughter, or... Hold up you Seth Grant. No, and then his daughter's name is Molly, like Molly Bloom. Oh, and they're like, yeah, it's not clear. Like, he's definitely read The Odyssey, but we're not sure if he's read Ulysses. He just found the spark notes really it's a total mis- yeah. It's a total mystery as to how this could happen. And I was like, huh, maybe his wife was into the book. It's almost that It good. takes two to tango. Honestly, performativity is the name of the game at Columbia, so probably really did reboot and fuck notes and inspired by it. I wouldn't be surprised. That's fair. You know, Nikwan, you really turned out to be an ideal guest because we talked a lot. There's a lot of Columbia content in this episode. <laughs> there was a lot of Columbia content. There's four candidates altogether from Columbia. Are it's any like of them serious? Andrew Yang, Beto no. O'Rourke, no. I don't know who the others are. I just heard there's four total. Are we counting, like, masters? Oh, um, oh, the Blasio, I think it's like a master really, or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's probably Jill Brand. No, yeah, she honestly, not. I'm not gonna lie, I know this makes me like a non feminist, but I found no, her to be the worst candidate possible <laughs> <laughs> during the debates. I was like, woman. <laughs> Wait, and how about, how about a bottom pick? Just like an absolute, you wouldn't vote for this person because of their spouse. Oh. oh. I thought you were going with like which spouse is their bottom. Like no, that's around. next episode. That's next episode. That's episode three. Dun 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 dun. Definitely. That's our theme music for this episode. Who? Who? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was a great episode. Thank you so much for being here, and we hope to check back in another five months or so. Hopefully, is that like the Iowa caucuses, or what's happening in five months? Yeah, in December. Yeah. So we'll do a Christmas spectacular. Yeah, Christmas extravaganza. Okay. Well, bye, 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 bye.